I'm Justin Gerhardt. And I'm Eddie Fritz. Welcome to the Queer Network Podcast. Join us as we explore queer in the 21st century. With Thaddeus here in New York City. Yes. He is going to school for ad design here in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've recently gotten some traction as a model for American Eagle. Tell us a little bit about how this all happened and like what you're being known for right now. 2018 of August. The campaign came out for American Eagle Next Level. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went on the casting um, because they had came across my Instagram. Okay. And Which is, what's your Instagram? Tell everybody. Um, my Instagram is at Hippie Potter because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Nice. <laughs> nice. Check it out. He's also an artist. So yes. like all of that you need to see. It's H-I-P-P-Y-P-O-T-T-E-R. Amazing. Um, but yeah, so I went in for casting. I was in, actually in class and I was talking to a professor and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be there today. Um, I mm-hmm. have a, a thing, a casting to go to. And she was like, Thaddy, you can't <laughs> just leave class, Thaddy. I was like, I, I got to. you. It's going to be amazing. Like, this is going to change the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to change things. And so I go on the casting, and um, I'm aware that it's for American Eagle, but mm-hmm. like, I'm not really sure of, like, if it's going to go. Right. I go into the bathroom, and like, I put on these jeans, and then I'm just like, wow. You had a moment. Yeah, it was like when Cinderella put on the glass slipper. Ooh. I promise it was like my Cinderella moment. I do want to talk about body image in, in terms of the queer culture, in terms of gay culture, in yes. terms of just what society has said about body image. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like this moment was, this Cinderella moment, there's some backstory to that. Yes, so, there is. Yeah, like what is it like normally for you? Okay, so I'm 6'6". Six, six. Um, I'm a really tall guy, and mm-hmm. like I have a build to me as well. I played football for four years in high school, okay. so I've always been like I've always had this like broad kind mm-hmm. of build with me, mm-hmm. and so um, I've always been stylish too. But I would have to be smart about being stylish because I couldn't necessarily wear the things that were featured on GQ magazine because right. they, the pants of Banana Republic didn't run in my size, or Brooks the Brothers they didn't run in my size. Mm-hmm. So, um, at an earlier time, I realized that I was going to have to think smarter about how I would do fashion. Mm -hmm. And um, GQ's slogan is actually like, look sharp, live smart. And so, I was like, let me just live smarter about that. Uh There's got to be a way to do this. Yes, there's got to be a way to do this. Yeah. Um, And so, I would wear like pants like these, like Mm -hmm. um, pants that aren't jeans. Yeah. But like chinos or like Mm -hmm. slacks or like And why do those fit better? Is it easier to get them just tailored or like do, is it just that the store is provided a pant that actually fit your I feel like these are easier to get into because they're not really I don't know I feel like denims have to hug your body right and denims are like all American so mm-hmm. like everybody like that's a big thing and like with guys of my size usually we run into problems with like the height of our um like pants leg right. or like the overall fit or like the waist or like mm-hmm. the thigh area. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like components to yeah. being a guy of size. Yeah. So when I tried on the jeans, um, the feeling that I felt first was that, okay, these get past my thighs. Whoa. These fall at my ankles at a reasonable like, you uh-huh. know, length. And then like the waist was just like so American like, hugged my waist and I was just really blown away. Do you know why? Well, like, yeah. What, well, what did they do differently? They do like, okay, so the Next Level campaign is basically like all-inclusive. It's for like denims that, it's for denim, it's denim, but it's denim for everybody. Because okay. so, it should be for everybody. Yes. I mean, we've said it's for everybody, but we were never creating 
the style for everybody. Right. Yeah. So like it's really like all inclusive. So mm -hmm. like they literally are welcoming all body types and it was really amazing to be a part of the campaign. So after I put these jeans on and I go outside and I show um, Laura, she's just like, wow, these sit perfectly. We're, we're looking for somebody just like you. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard that, I was just like, it was a moment where I was just so like overwhelmed with excitement because I've never heard those words. Right. Before. We're always trying to fit into a box half the yes. time when we go to these modeling castings. Yes, especially because modeling castings in New York is just like, yeah. It's like cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Did you always want to be a model? Is that something that like found you or you were like, no, this is something I want to pursue? Okay, so I knew that there was a possibility for me being a model. I just didn't know how I would go about doing that and right. how to pursue that where people would take me seriously. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like model is a term that everybody kind of uses to like hide behind. Yeah. If you could just like uh, dress nice or if you um, take lots of like Instagram pictures people would, would like categorize you as like a model I mean I think in our day that's yeah. how people become models mm -hmm. there's still the traditional way of, of it happening but yes. you're right like Instagram is, is a new calling card for models like it's, right. it's a way to get traction it is but also some of it kind of waters down what in essence what like being a model mm -hmm. is and it kind of like creates an image or builds an image um, to use as myself, like, an image that's like, could I fit into that? Yes. Like, am I going to be able to belong to that? Is there a space for me mm -hmm. in that world? Mm -hmm. And so, knowing that I was going to have to create a lane for myself earlier on, I was like, well, if this is the industry I want to be in, I'll have to create that lane for myself. So yeah. I guess I better buy some real estate. Mm -hmm. So. Yes. How do you feel, and as, as a model too, how have you felt as what people call a plus size model? And that word, I want to know how you feel about mm -hmm. that word. Okay, the tricky thing is because like all inclusivity and like body positivity have become very mainstream now. Uh -huh. Even I'm not even considered a plus size model. So I'm more so like an extended size model because okay. there's like a difference too. Yes. So like there's like extended size and then there's like plus size. Okay. And I guess because I'm taller and like I'm not as wide, I'm not considered as a plus size model. Right. But I guess from the outside looking in, if you don't know all like the specific The terms, levels, yeah. And like, I think that's where we're at in so many ways mm -hmm. in our world right now is that we're we're using so many more labels than we ever have. Labels are clearly important for the representation. Yes. If, you, if we want to differentiate that you're not a plus size model, mm -hmm. but then what's the new term? You're an extended size model. Yeah. And I'm so it's like, like, oh my God, there's just a lot to learn for people. And then what is the line between extended and plus size? And does exactly. it really even matter? Or is there, should there even be a line to differentiate that? Exactly. Why be a plus size model? You just, you could be like a model who is plus size. Right. Like, Artists, like, especially like artists in the LGBT community, some of them that I know that are trying to like fill like a void or like a space, uh -huh. they would rather just be an artist, not a artist who, or like, not like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. First and foremost, you're a model. Yes. First and foremost, you're, you're an artist. Yeah. Being queer, being LGBT. I just so happen to be. Exactly. That's a part of me. So that's an interesting thing that we're moving towards mm -hmm. in, our, in our world because we've wanted to... We wanted to be proud of this, I'm queer. Yes. And yet, then when people start labeling us as just that, we're mm -hmm. like, but wait, I'm also just a human being. Right. I'm also just an artist. I'm also just a model. I'm also just a, a painter. Yes. I just happen to be queer or gay or non-binary. I just want to do what I love. Mm -hmm. So if you want to put me in that category to group with that, then I wouldn't mind. It's not right. like an insult to me. Like, it's just something that I just personally, like... 
I just happen to be plus size. Right. Like, you know, I could like lose 30 pounds today and then what? I'm still gonna be a model. Exactly. You know, and I'm still gonna be representing for somebody who isn't being represented in the media or the industry. Which I think that's a great segue into just queer culture gay culture because I do think there's a differentiation there's there. There's a huge difference. And then also just even mainstream culture because yes. we are moving into a place where RuPaul's Drag Race being in mainstream you know it's bringing so much light to the queer community. Yes. And even using that word can kind of get dicey because certain people don't always appreciate it but I feel like we're reclaiming it in certain ways and even the Queer Network by calling it the Queer Network we were very conscious that this may cause some to be a little bit uncomfortable, but we wanted to push our community and then even the, the straight community to reclaim this word mm -hmm. as like a way to bring us all under the same umbrella rather than separate ourselves between gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans. Like those are important for representation, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think we all want similar things when it comes to equality and mm -hmm. acceptance and just general love. I feel like I've gone on a major tangent right now. <laughs> no, but I, I like it because it kind of brings in a segue. It creates a space for all mm -hmm. of us who are different to kind of like have a family and belong. Yeah. And that's what I love about the term queer because it's just like you could be non-binary and still like... Yes. So like you... Because there's always a pressure even like with like different groups inside of the LGBT community. So, so like, let's let's take the gay community. Yes. This is one that I would I would associate with. Do you associate as gay as yes. well? So let's talk about body image within the gay community because that Yeah. How does that feel as as an extended size model or just somebody who's taller? Mhm. Mm let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Like, let's really talk about that cuz me my body image in the gay community technically um I love how I look, and uh -huh. I love like my shape and everything, but I also know what category I would fit into the gay like, community. With the, and by categories, I think we mean mm -hmm. that like there's the, 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 oh, come on, give me some of them. What are they? Like jocks versus mm -hmm. um, bears versus twinks cubs, and twinks. There's a bunch of like, and I feel like I'm pretty loved in the gay community, so mm -hmm. I like... It does, like, to me, I don't really feel any discrimination in that aspect. Okay. But also, with, like, being of color and being queer in mm -hmm. certain spaces that aren't, like, as diverse. Mm -hmm. Like, if I go to certain, like, clubs that aren't, like, diverse, then I do feel like I'm on the outside mm -hmm. in a way. But I also feel like creating spaces like Queer Network and other things that just... I feel like if it was a queer club, mm -hmm. which would be really interesting to have. Yeah. If it was a queer club, I feel like the vibe would be totally different. It would be yeah. open and accepting, but um, gay culture could be very, like, divided. I know. It can very be very cutthroat. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we all want this acceptance and love and equality mm -hmm. in our subsect groups, but I think sometimes we've fallen into some of the same traps that... Uh, heterosexuals fell into yeah. in their evolution mm -hmm. to, to becoming where they are and I mean we live in a time when men are finally being challenged old white men are finally being challenged on their actions for mm -hmm. the first time in so long yes. and it's painful right now to watch and it's it's not fair all the time but it's necessary for us to shift this focus away from what it means to be a man from mm -hmm. your experience as a black queer man mm -hmm. I mean the word masculinity also 
has its own pain to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you grow up in that, or was that? Um, did you feel like you could express let's see. Thaddeus as Thaddeus, or was there a lot of filters? Um, I feel like growing up, I've always been kind of praised for like being myself, no matter what the circumstances was mm -hmm. were. At the end of the day, I I'm happy with who I am. You know? Where did that confidence come from? Um, I feel like it came from just me knowing that I'm good enough. I, I feel like I had such a great support system. I have, mm -hmm. I have like great, I had great friends and I had like a great sense of self. Yeah. And I know that me being gay didn't make me any less of a leader. It didn't make me any less of um, an athlete. It didn't yeah. make me any less of a presence. Yeah. Like, if anything, it just added to me as a person. I feel like it didn't take anything away. So me being like secure in myself, and I feel like also my size helped too, because I feel like I was bigger, always bigger. So if somebody tried to combat yeah. me and my sexuality, it probably would be like the fact that I have like this factor of intimidation before that layer too. Right. Which nobody I wanted feel like, to mess with that necessarily. Right. So I feel like that's a privilege too. Yeah. That I, that I think about often because like Which half, interesting. Half of the time, like I feel like people wouldn't even like. Even if they did express like an issue with my sexuality, they would never say it to me directly because yeah. of how intimidating I might look. Even right. though I'm like literally the sweetest thing. But I mean, we're getting <laughs> we're getting this right. You're feeling this on that side of the camera too, because I am. It's like <laughs> it's like um like yeah. a, like you're a teddy bear. Like it's pretty like, much. But I look like a grizzly bear. Yes. Like, so <laughs> which is amazing. To, to, to there there again brings up the body image and just how much we place on that initial moment of what somebody looks like mm -hmm. based as opposed to once you get to know them and realize that like oh no this is their actual personality behind that image right yeah. i feel like there's this poison that is ex it's starting to seep into or it's been seeping into gay culture when it comes to body image is mm -hmm. there a way to move away from that like and how do we change that well, I feel like myself, I've tried to like rewrite that narrative mm -hmm. through everything that I express where I'm putting more of myself in my art. Mm -hmm. And so I'm rewriting this narrative of how like guys of my size and built and color are seen by pairing them with like other images as well. So like florals, mm -hmm. flowers, butterflies, mm -hmm. doves, I'm really right. big on doves and like just Focusing on the duality between the two. Right. And that it, you can have a, a, like a big black man. Who's super soft. Yes. And that's not weak. Exactly. That oh, wow, is, wow, wow, That is celebrated. Yes. Yes. I actually focus a lot on like, um, like sensitivity and masculinity mm -hmm. and how like it's okay to be soft and like it's okay to cry and like yeah. you are worthy and like there's all these messages that I'm like putting mm -hmm. in my art that I feel like not only... I feel like it's self-therapy for me. Yep. That's probably why I'm so positive all the time because I'm literally like radiating like what I want to see. So I'm yes. creating like this environment for me. Even if I'm ever feeling down, I can just look at something that I created and like go back into myself and be like, oh yeah, you are that or you do right. feel that. And these are like um, body positive messages that I can kind of help, that could help, little like tidbits that can help rewrite the narrative and mm -hmm. like can be a solace and like be like a safe haven. Right. Which... As I'm listening to this, I, I, I take that as, as a little piece of advice for anybody out there who yes. feels alone. And sometimes it's, it's interesting, we always say, like, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I think that's getting confusing because not everybody knows what it means to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And so part of that ex exploration, I think, you know, artistry and expressing ourselves is a part of figuring out who we are. Yes. And, and when you don't see yourself being represented, you may just want to represent yourself. Yeah. Which is what I feel like you're doing with this art. You're like, I don't see this out there, so I'm going to do it. Yes. And so I think that sort of is a gauge on when you're at home thinking, like, who am I? You got to think about the things that make you tick, things that make you excited, things that make you passionate about something, or what are you passionate about, and those things... That are real to you. Exactly. That's the most powerful piece of information that I could give to mm -hmm. anybody, mm -hmm. or anything, a piece of advice is just to be yourself and know that that is enough. Because mm -hmm. like, being yourself is one thing, but you have to know mm -hmm. that that is enough. Yes. You know? And so, okay, I'm, I'm going to, let's, let's talk about that, what it, what it means to know yourself. How do you mm -hmm. know yourself? Well, you have, to, you have to take care of yourself. You have to like practice a lot of self-love and self-therapy mm -hmm. and just like really... Like, love yourself. Because I think in the media and in culture and in our society, the Western society, mm -hmm. there's a lot of messages telling you that you need this, you need that in order to be happy. Mm -hmm. Everything external. Right. And so I think that's where we get a lot of these messages of, I have to do all these other things in order to be happy or, right. or, or know myself. But I think what you're saying, it's more about what's on the inside and like that internal work of just knowing that I'm enough. Just is, as I am. I feel like people, like we're very eager to water ourselves, mm -hmm. but we're so quick to look for other sources of water mm. when the water is inside of ourselves. You know? That's... Well spoken. Yeah. That is a really beautiful way to understand that, that like we look for the water in other places. And we already but... have all the nutrients within our, inside mm -hmm. ourselves. Like everything that you're looking for, you already possess. Right. So the knowing yourself is just a matter of turning that focus inward. Yes. Which sounds to some like super new age spiritual and like <laughs> hippy dippy, but what re it, so it is that simple in a way. Well, it takes a lot of hard work, I guess. I'm pretty sure because I mean, what comes good easy for most might not come easy for everybody. Right. But so it's also a learning process. And it sounds like through your art and even through your modeling, you've been able to discover a little more of who you are on the inside yes and express that and then people see it and they relate to it because there's that kid who's living in the middle of nowhere that's watching your Instagram that is the same size as you or is the same skin tone as you or feels like they have the same demeanor as you and they're finally feeling like they're represented and that is the craziest thing to me I get so many messages on Instagram mm -hmm. and like I just I'm like so full, like I'm yeah. just so full because it's so amazing to know that like my, I'm radiating and you're picking up my wavelengths yes. through whatever. Yes. yes. I know it sounds like I'm like super hippie, but like I just am really in tune with like myself. Yeah. And like Absolutely. I feel like that's what it's about. Yeah. There is a quote that I read in an article um, that you did with Out Magazine. You said, I, I draw what I need to see. I draw for me 10 years ago. Yes. Explain. Let's unpack that a little bit. All right. Okay. So I feel like representation is so important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because I've never seen myself represented in the media exactly like in a way that I can directly relate to, mm -hmm. I feel like I found it hard 
to authentically be those things. Right. So I would see superheroes like Static Shock and Green Lantern mm-hmm. um, very seldom, and those were like black superheroes, and then like I wasn't really like built like them or mm-hmm. shaped like them, so I really had a hard time with being that. You know what? You know what it was, really? Okay, so I'm super into like anim- Japanese anime and things okay. of that nature, and so I would always go to like these anime conventions, and um, I'm, I like would love like Naruto and like Bleach and all these characters, and I would never see myself in those. And right. so like when people would dress up and do like cosplays, I would be so upset because I would look at these costumes and be like, how am I gonna be Ichigo? My right. skin is not that color. Mm-hmm. Or how am I gonna be like Superman? I'm not that buff. Yeah. Um, this is pre-football. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just really me seeing myself because I, um, it's very accepting. like. The thing about like how anime conventions work in general is that everybody's coming literally right. over like to bond over this one subject, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. But like d- going deeper in that, it's like figuring out that these sources that are providing like these amazing things for kids to like be really in tune with aren't really providing like every single lane that yeah. covers like what a kid would want to be or look like or you know yeah. feel. These are they're these traits that we hope to have. Like we yes. hope to be as courageous as Naruto, like we hope to be as cunning mm-hmm. as Ichigo, we hope to be as spunky as Sailor Moon, but those aren't like... It's great, and yet it's not enough. Right. It's not enough in that we also have the ability, because these are superheroes and this is supernatural and this is not reality, Yeah. we have an opportunity to make it more inclusive. You're not taking anything away from the story by doing that. Exactly. And yet we've been afraid to do that as a society for so long and it's finally changing yes and you are definitely a part of that change because of i mean you're just check his instagram out it's it's outstanding i mean he doesn't just do superheroes i mean your picture of of billy porter beautifully gracing that red carpet in that beautiful suit gown i love billy Billy porter if if you're watching this billy porter please i mean he's one of those people too that like is challenging masculinity in such a beautiful way i loved it without pushing too far but still expressing who he really wants to be like looking at red carpets in general men always look the same yeah it's always the same like guideline it's always the same cookie cutter like thing that's like we're making cookies and everything every shape is a circle yeah and then billy porter goes and like uses like this star cutter and shows up and is like but i am also Uh a man i'm like still like thinking about how much like courage that took and just like how much like the amount of like like how unapologetic he has to be Mm -hmm. like as a person within mm-hmm. himself, like that is rep- that's the representation we need. Mm-hmm. But you're doing the same thing. Yes. You have to be unapologetic about it. Yes. And say this is where we're going. Yeah. Whoever is ready, get on the bus. Get on the bus. If Wh- not, I mean, not, I'll pick you up at the next stop because I'm pretty sure you'll be there. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll be there. <laughs> now I want a little. I want to know a little bit more about how you found your style. I am very quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably very like toned down for me, I guess. But even still, like my inspiration is always crazy. Like I get inspired by the craziest thing. Yeah. So my inspiration for this today, this outfit, um, was I was going for like caramel macchiato. Oh yeah. So you think in in. I think drinks. about drinks. I think in drinks and food and like time periods. Okay. 
So like I literally have a series on my Instagram now. It's like a fashion series and it's called Soul Food Concepts. Mm -hmm. And so each of the outfits that I have is based off of a dish. Okay. So like I have an outfit for collard greens, I have an outfit for mashed potatoes, I have an outfit Ooh. for candied yams and like I just get inspired by so many random things. Um, I just channel that into like my style. I love that. So like, <laughs> I absolutely love that. It's been really fun to do, and I feel like people enjoy enjoy it as well. Yeah. Um, I'm always going for like I think style is a way that you can like be characters. Yeah. It's almost like cosplay for me. Uh huh. So like I like have like my latest post is like this super like business executive Wolf mm -hmm. on Wall Street guy, mm -hmm. and like. It was so cool to shoot that. Mm -hmm. Bringing that, what we would not normally see your body type in, mm -hmm. showing people that it's possible. Yes. And that's, you know, so important. And also playing with that balance. I find it so fun playing mm -hmm. with the balance because usually, okay, this is another level that I'm learning um, within myself. So there are a lot of like extended size or plus size guys who have like this demeanor who always feel like when they step on set, they have to be like, intimidating yeah like I'm a man I'm just yes. like I'm about to smile I'm about to laugh I'm about to enjoy myself and have a really good old time I'm a dancer too mm -hmm. so I'm probably dancing on set yeah like the whole time yeah. while I'm having like such a great time like that's why every shot that I take I'm so happy because I'm probably dancing on set yeah and all like the crews like mm -hmm. all the photographers the makeup people like I'm literally interacting with them and just yes. radiating we're having great exchanges so it's such a great and happy moment for me I'm smiling 100% of the time because I'm so happy to be up, like doing like this. Yes, I mean I think so many men fight this battle of trying to put everything through this straight masculine filter. Yes. I think it comes back to what you said before about that we need to be putting out there examples. Mm -hmm. You are an example of you don't have to be this like rigid man. Mm -hmm. You can enjoy yourself. That's another thing I do with style too. So like in my style, I have such zany looks mm -hmm. for my body type. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy because I know that, like, typically me walking down the street, if I'm in all black, I'll look a lot more intimidating than I will if I'm, like, doing a color blocking number with right. tons of patterns that's super crazy and super fun. Mm -hmm. So when you think about what you've created right now, mm -hmm. which I'm talking about the art, I'm talking about the dancing, I'm talking about the modeling, um, what to you is the core behind all of that in terms of your messaging? I feel like my messaging, like my message should just be, it sounds so like, it sounds like so basic to say believe in yourself. But I, like, when I did like my Out Magazine um, interview, I like realized when I was talking, I was like there is literally so much power in being yourself. Mm -hmm. People say be yourself all the time, but like it wasn't until like I actually started like truly embracing who I was and like knowing that this is how I am and not trying to like dull down or give anybody the diet version of me like mm -hmm. giving them like the full version like I think there's something in there that you just said that may give people that like cue as to what who who is me what is this following what, what does it mean to be myself mm -hmm. when you feel yourself dulling things down. That's not you. Exactly. When you feel it going through a filter, when you feel mm -hmm. yourself trying to make somebody else more comfortable, mm. potentially there's an opportunity there for you to look at whether that is not the version of yourself you really want to be. Right. And it doesn't mean, I, I want people to understand that it doesn't mean it's wrong to be that version. Right. Because potentially the reason you're 
saying something in a certain way is because you're being sensitive to somebody else's opinion or sensitive mm -hmm. to somebody else's way of doing something, which I think also has value. Right. I just think that there's this moment that you also have to be at, pay attention to in yourself when you see or feel it going through something that might not feel completely authentic to yourself. Right. And it sounds like that's when you started to, when, when those things weren't happening anymore. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is this is who I am. Yeah. And people are celebrating it. Which is amazing and I'm so happy. What are you passionate about? Um, I'm passionate about shining and I'm passionate about like being a voice for people who look mm -hmm. like me. I'm passionate about representing. Mm -hmm. Representation is so important to me. I'm mm -hmm. passionate about that. You see yourself as this advocate. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am an advocate. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? after all of this buzz <clears throat> in these last um, couple of years? I know that like things are bubbling right now and like my pot and like the stew that's gonna come out of this is gonna be such a tasty meal. I mean, people are sipping it already. It's, exactly. They're not and sipping it, they're getting the whiff. Yeah, I'm just so happy. I'm just, I can't wait for the meal that's going to be prepared for everybody. Cause I'm, I am telling you, I am coming for like wigs. This an, this analogy that we're using right now is amazing. This I am food analogy. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I use like really like weird analogies all the time, but I I'm coming like I'm coming like Chef Ramsay in the mm -hmm. kitchen. I'm coming to shake it up. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. Does that mean you want to stay in New York City or do you see yourself moving at any point? I would love to stay in New York City. Like that's another reason why I've been here for so long and now even for modeling. Um, but my agency is actually in London. Oh, okay. So I will be visiting there too. But nice. I'm I'm going to shake it up internationally. Yeah. So I'm preparing a meal for everybody to have a piece of a global a global feast will happen. Wow. With Thaddeus as a household name, it'll be like a global feast. Yes. Is that your tagline? <laughs> Wait. Thaddeus the global feast. Wow. That's <laughs> No, Welcome to the Global we're, Feast. We're, we're coining that right now. I mean, we should. So when I walk for like Kenzo or when I walk for Pierre Mars, yes. like... Or when you have your own. Yes, even that as well. A Global Feast. When you have your, when you have your first um, um, artist exhibit. Yeah, it's going to be mm. like, wow. That's another thing. I'm, since I do so many things, I'm trying to like make it a realm where everything could coexist yes. and coexist happily. Cause mm -hmm. another thing I've come across is people asking me, um, well, don't you think you're gonna have to focus on one of those things? Right. Or maybe you should just focus on this. And, then you, and it's just like, why can't I do it all? Cause yeah. I'm doing it all now and yeah. it feels great. Yeah. And I feel great yeah. and it's working. So, so let's just do that. Yes. <laughs> like let's do it. Like one of my dreams is like, one of my goals, rather, I wouldn't call it a dream because I literally could do this. One of my goals is to be a part of a campaign that I had, like a, that I can like dance in. Okay. So like, if it's like a Gap campaign mm -hmm. that I'm like, or a Target campaign or something, or like even American Eagle that I'm able to like move in. Yeah. Oh, I would love to add movement to any like campaign. Yeah. Because I love life to it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so cool. I want to do high fashion too. Yeah. I want to really do high fashion and really set it off and shake it up. I'm telling you. Like who do you think in that world is willing to go there? Um, I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought about like okay. I haven't thought about that, but I have thought about the companies that I would love to like be the face of. Mm -hmm. Like I keep saying Kenzo because like Kenzo, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be, that's gonna be it. Ooh, or um, Burberry. Uh huh. I would love that. I as could well. see them going uh, in like like shaking it up. 
and like, like trying something they, different. They have the thing is, these industries like the people in this industry have been shaking it up. Mm-hmm. Like Alton Mason, he's I would love to work with him. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's doing amazing things. He just walked for Chanel. Okay, I would love to walk for Chanel too. Like yeah. I really want to walk. I want to be in motion. Like it. These boots wanna, are made for walking. I want to be in motion. Yeah. So or like even film or like TV or like Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I want to do. <laughs> We're going to conclude the, the interview with one more question about what you want people to know about you. Okay. What is that thing you want people to know? I want people to know about me that I'm a breath of fresh air, but air is spelled H-E-I-R. H. Thaddeus is a breath of fresh air. Ah. Like, I have this, this contagious air about myself that uh-huh. I feel like... To lift the whole room. Yes. And, and the world needs a little more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a little bit more sunshine. I agree. Well, thank you so much for your insight, for your willingness to be this advocate and, and to share this global feast with all of you out there. <laughs> I hope you guys have your plate. Get I'm ready. I'm so ready for you guys to taste the meal. Yes. <laughs> Follow him on Instagram. This is where you're going to know everything that's going on with this guy. Yes. At Hippie Potter. Yes. H I P P Y P O T T E R or on Twitter and it is it's Hippie Potter. So it's just it's, it's in front of it. There you go. Thank you for listening to the Queer Network Podcast. You can follow the Queer Network on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join us next time for another queer conversation. <laughs>